Welcome back to the Red Dice Stories, and today I'm going to be talking a little bit about The Herbalist's Primer by Anna Urbanek. Okay, so I know in a recent episode I said that I was going to start talking about some of my non-gaming inspirations, but come on, I love my gaming books so much I've got to ease myself into it a little bit. So I thought the Herbalist Primer, as well as being one of my favourite books for use in my game of recent times, is a good mix of that. Because while there's a lot of non-game inspiration in it, it's very much created from the point of view that it's going to be gamers who are going to be using this information. And as I'm sure you've guessed from the cover that you can see there, this is a book about botany and plants and stuff like that. Now, if you've played any OSR games, you know there's always like weird herbs and funguses and stuff like that knocking around. You often have to forage for food or you're looking for mysterious cures and stuff like that. And I personally find it really useful to be able to draw on real life inspiration for that. Don't get me wrong, I've got some very good fictional books on that, like Fungi of the Far Realms, which is great. But I've also got a lot of sort of plant-based books that are full of like real world information just to enable me to have a bit more sort of I suppose accuracy or a bit more sort of realism and in inverted commas in my descriptions and the effects of possible plants. Now I'm not going to be doing a full review of this as such I'm just going to be doing a quick flick through and talking about while I find it useful in games. So on we go we've got the opening page there and we have the author's note where they're talking about how this book sort of got kickstarted during the midst of the pandemic. And they basically make, they go at lengths during the book to basically say, look, I'm not a botanist. Don't, I've done a lot of research, but don't use this as a guide for real world foraging. It's intended primarily as a gaming product. So it's, I feel it's a little bit unfortunate that you have to say things like that nowadays, so I would hope anyone with an ounce of common sense would realise that, but I can understand why the author wants to sort of double down on that effectively. We move straight on to the contents. We've got a law primer, a plant guide, a practical herbalist section where there's recipes, talks about toxins and poisonings, how you can cultivate things. Then we have a number of appendices which talk about magical traditions, the various language used in them. There's a few tables at the back to generate your own plants and stuff like that. It's all really cool stuff and we're just going to have a flip through it for five or ten minutes and have a look at some of the bits that I think are particularly good. One thing I do like is, as you can see on the, the right-hand side of this page, there is some absolutely beautiful artwork in there, and each plant gets a, a lovely, almost sort of like watercolour, old-school-style drawing or picture. And when I say old-school, I don't necessarily mean old-school so much as in role-play, but old-school as in like the old-school like botany books, like the Reader's Digest books, gardening books, and stuff like that. And I've got to admit, I'm a sucker for something like that, and it really sold me on the book. So we get an introduction there, going into what the book does. Um, it's basically saying that this is a an in-character artifact, potentially, where within the fiction of the book, an unnamed organisation is advising a beginning herbalist on how to start a career in the field. doesn't assume you have any knowledge about it to start with, and it takes you through that. 
And I think that's a very good decision. Rather than expecting people to come in with like a load of knowledge sort of preloaded into their minds, gradually bring them in, but still keeping an eye on focusing on what's going to be useful in games. We get a lovely law primer where it talks about the the basic sort of terminology when it comes to botany, which is handy. See, if you're not really into it, and I mean, I'm not. My main interest in it is, you know, planting the odd couple of herbs in my garden, <laughs> such as it is after these storms we've had here. Looks more like a, a waste ground at the moment, to be honest, with smash bits of fences everywhere. But you don't want to hear about my gardening woes. But it's useful to be able to know these terms since they're going to be used a lot later on in the book. And I like the fact that it's set out straight away rather than you having to constantly flick back and forwards and look for things. So we get the basics of botany where it breaks down the taxonomic system, a scientific system of naming, defining and classifying groups of biological organisms all the way from life down to domains, kingdoms, phylums, classes, orders, families, genus, species, and cultivars. We get a note on how plants reproduce, how they respire, how they use light, stuff like that. We get some of the common characteristics of plants listed, a little bit of talk on habitat, and also a description of how various different plants have various different root systems. Now you might not need all of this information every session in your game. You probably won't, to be honest. But it's nice every now and again just to throw a bit of a flavorful description in when you say to the characters, oh, I've rolled randomly, you've come across a strange herb. And they'll be like, oh, what does it look like? You can like flip to one of the double page spreads in this book, quickly find something that's suitable for the habitat and say, oh yeah, you found this plant here, this is what it looks like, um, this is what it smells like, etc. We get some breakdowns on the various different parts of plants, fruits as well, and how they work. We get to the basics of herbalism, which is obviously a sort of botanic or traditional medicinal practice. And the author says here, you know, we've got to make a distinction between herbalism and paraherbalism. Parascientific practices of using unrefined plants or animal extracts as unproven medicines or health-promoting agents. So even here, we're getting a distinction between, oh, there's provable effects of this plant doing X, but there's also superstitions about this plant doing Y, which maybe haven't been proved, but obviously you could lean into in your game if you wanted to. There's talk about methods of harvesting, preparation and process, the basics of herbal magic, where it talks a bit about potentially different systems of magic and how they've used herbs. So based on real world traditions, which is quite useful, we have the balance of elements there, the various potencies of herbs. We get a brief discussion on magical tools, you know, blades, athames, wands, pentagrams, stuff like that, and symbols. Common rituals, you know, harvest festivals and stuff like that. Colour magic, you know, how colours correspond within these systems to various properties. Then we go on to the mainstay of the book, which is the plant guide. And we get a, a lovely sample spread here where it basically says to you, this is how all the plants are going to be laid out in this book. You're going to have a few pictures over on the left. Down at the bottom left, you have 
a silhouette of a little witch figure and the plant showing how big it is. You get the family, the habitat where it grows, the size of it, the life cycle, whether it can be foraged, if it has flowers, what sort of leaves it has. And we get these handy five little coloured symbols down at the bottom where you'll only see those symbols if they're applicable to certain plants. And these are whether it's good for medicinal things, whether it can be used for protective magics, whether it's edible, whether it's psychoactive, whether it has any psychotropic effects, and finally that little red skull chappy at the bottom, whether it's poisonous. On the opposite page, we obviously get the name, a description, and more detail about the various properties of the plant. So as we page through, I'm not going to stop on these, but you can see you get these lovely double page spreads here. Black Hellboy there, nice one. You get it laid out in a very easy to read fashion. And because each plant has its own double page spread and they're written in alphabetical order by name, it's very easy to flick through and locate the plant you're looking for. And I love all of these beautiful pictures that are in the book. I think it's a, in terms of just being an object to, to look at, even if it had no other use, which it does, it's absolutely stunning. And I'm really glad I backed the Kickstarter for this. I know they're supposedly doing one on minerals and such like later on, which I shall probably try and back as well. So I'm currently scrolling through there. We get to practical herbalism, where it's talking about practicing herbalism for fun, profit and survival. The chapter starts by describing the basic elements of herbal preparations, you know, solvents, preservatives, stuff like that. The next part includes a collection of basic recipes for most popular infusions, decorations, powders, incense, etc. And we've got all of that here. The, the sort of equipment a herbalist would use, how you store and transport things, and then this list of recipes that you could potentially use herbs and plants for. A little bit lighter on the artwork here, but that's absolutely fine. It's still got this lovely, clear two-page layout. The text's a little bit on the small side, but they're trying to cram a lot in, and it is a fairly clear font to read. We get a page spread on gardening and cultivation, planning and planting, growing, pests and diseases, and then we move on to the appendices, which contain several tables and supplementary material collected in one place for usability. We've got medicinal uses of herbs here, where it gives the various uses down the left-hand so column of each page, and then you get the plant, the name of the plants that are particularly useful for that. So if we look on here, we can see that uh, let's say someone's lost their appetite and we want to cure them with herbs we look at appetite loss and we can see that angelica dogwood ginger lavender and the strychnine tree although that one's a bit worrying are useful for that we get magical correspondences so which plants are traditionally linked to certain things we're told for instance that for beauty avocado catnip ginseng and maidenhair are linked to that so if you're in a potion that bestows beauty or charisma on someone you might want to throw a few of them in your cauldron astrological correspondences and then we get the language of flowers which i believe was popular in the past of history where certain plants had certain associations with them a botanical Latin primer, you know, if you really want to lean into making things sound realistic. 
and then we get some lovely plant generation tables and i i'm a sucker for random tables as you all know and in here you basically get a, a little mad lib where you can roll on a name part one name part two to get the name of the plant so you might be like oh it's a i've rolled a five and a seven it's a dragon flower and it's a roll on the rarity and habitat it's a an endangered shrub mostly prized for its roll on the properties table culinary value it is native to you roll on the climate and biome it's native to subtropical swamps and interestingly it and then you roll on a quirk is carnivorous and just with one two three four five six seven eight rolls there you've got an entirely new plant generated or at least the very basics of it and there's more random tables if you want to lean into more detail we get some lovely adventure seeds here which are nice here all based around plants obviously and then we get some references again lovely artwork that I reproduced from earlier in the book And finally, we have a plant location guide. And I found this really useful when I've wanted to use such plants in my games, where it basically tells you whether it grows in cold, temperate, or warm climates, and whether it grows on coasts, deserts, forests, freshwater, gardens, and plantations. So you can very quickly look through these tables and find what plants grow in the, the biome and the climate of wherever your party happened to be in your campaign world and i found this really useful then at the end we get some smaller reproductions of the artwork that was throughout the rest of the book the pictures of the individual plants with page references which is great and finally we have a comprehensive index then we have the back cover where you can see that this has been released in partnership with exalted funeral so as I've said, I think the Herbalist Primer is a great resource for an RPG. Granted, if you don't really get into like herbs and stuff like that, then you're probably not going to get as much use out of it. But, I mean, you really have to sort of lean into that to get the maximum use out of this book. But if you like players discovering random plants or i mean i'd even be tempted to say that if you wanted to come up with an alternate magic system that really leaned into like herbs and material components this book would be an amazing resource for that and it's it's an idea that i've sort of toyed with a bit but i haven't had enough time to devote to it but either way i found it a really interesting read it's a beautiful book i don't know if it's fully available to order yet for general uh, purchasing i backed the kickstarter for it i'm currently waiting on my hard copy obviously you know paper problems printing and stuff like that's a bit mad at the minute but they've sent out the pdfs and they recently updated the pdf bundle and i've really thoroughly enjoyed reading that i'll put some links down for it if i can find them in the description of this episode but if you're interested in plants or botany or you want to give like just a little bit of extra sort of verisimilitude to your plant descriptions you want to make it seem a bit more sort of real worldy then highly recommend having a look at this book i found it a really useful resource and do not regret backing the kickstarter for a moment and i'm looking forward to their minerals one they do in future so hope you've enjoyed this episode if you have please like share subscribe and all that stuff people ask you to do 
If you'd like to express your opinion on the herbalist's primer, use of herbs in game, use of plants in game, or anything else we've talked about recently, or maybe you just want a bit of a natter, then you can get in touch with us. We may feature your call in a future episode. We're currently putting out the voicemail episodes only on the podcast, not on the YouTube channel. But if there's demand for it, we might do that in future. So if you want to see that, let us know. Otherwise, you can get in touch by sending us a voicemail to Anchor or SpeakPipe. Link in the descriptions down below. Or you can send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun.